0: Want to tell your employees or clients how much you appreciate them? Stand out from the competition with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year for a job well done. For every member of your team, share your warmth. Show them you care with Minky Couture Luxury Blankets. The best gift ever. Shop now at softminkyblankets.com.
1: Hear that?
0: The show is brought to you by NordVPN. You can go to nordvpn.com/space news pod, all one word, to get seventy percent off your NordVPN subscription. Now, Nord is pretty cool. They provide a secure connection between your device, whatever device it is—computer, phone, tablet, etc.—from your device to any other device out there. So, if you want to make sure that your connection is safe to do banking, to do shopping, whatever you want to do, NordVPN can help you out. Go to nordvpn.com slash spacenewspod. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about SpaceX in their crazy ambitions to get to the moon. COO of SpaceX, she's also the president of SpaceX, Gwynne Shotwell, gave an updated timeline recently of SpaceX's goals to get to the lunar surface. She said, we want to land on the moon before 2022 with cargo and with people shortly thereafter. So this is a huge blow to NASA if this happens. Because NASA's Artemis program wants to land people on the moon by 2024. And they're going to be sending rovers and other bots to the lunar surface before they land humans on the moon. Now, NASA wants to send rovers, you know, in 2022. And they also want to send people, like I said before, in 2024. So if SpaceX... Can land Starship on 20 uh, by the date of 2022 on the lunar surface. Uh, this is really gonna push NASA and their SLS system with the Orion capsule to push hard to get humans to the moon sooner than 2024 so they can beat SpaceX. And see, the thing is, SpaceX and NASA have been working together for a very long time. SpaceX goes to the International Space Station for NASA. They send cargo there. They send satellites. They do a lot of stuff with NASA and competition is good. This isn't like a, you know, I hate you. I'm going to be better than you kind of thing. This is a, hey, let's push each other to do the best that we possibly can. And since SpaceX doesn't have the same regulations as nasa does as far as um you know red tape let's just say there's tons and tons of red tape with nasa with spacex they can build something test it if it breaks they fix it they launch it if it breaks they fix it they launch it that kind of thing so it's rapid prototyping that spacex is doing and they're doing that right now in boca chica texas and they're doing it in florida So they're doing the rapid prototyping of Starship and they wanna do some launches by the end of this year. They're gonna do some uh, engine tests, some static fire tests um, by the end of this year and they will hopefully do some hover tests by the end of this year if all goes well. And if not, it'll be early next year. And they also wanna get into orbit by early next year and that's a really good timeline for this because by 2022, they should have SpaceX's Starship in a really good spot to send cargo to the surface of the moon. So um, Starlink is another thing that Starship can help out with because it has a huge amount of room in it. Um, they want to do 60 Starlink satellites every other week to fill out the Constellation and the reason they can do this is because Starship is reusable. They can launch it up, deploy the satellites. It'll return to Earth and then they just fill it back up again. They do some minor repairs if necessary and they buff it up and make it, you know, as good as it can get and as good as it should get before it launches more satellites. So this is very ambitious. And I believe that SpaceX is in a really good spot right now because Starship is easy to build in comparison to a lot of other systems. They can build it in a, a parking lot, basically. It's made out of steel, so they can manufacture it, like I said before, in a, it's basically, a parking lot with a warehouse. And then they just make it. I mean, it's not as easy as I'm saying, but they build it in the open, and if something is weird or anything like that, they can just hammer it out. <laughs> it's not like a composite where if it's not perfect, they have to redo the whole thing. Um, you know, and it's, it's not that easy as well. I mean, building a spaceship is incredibly difficult. I'm kind of dumbing it down here because it's compared to other systems. You know, the SLS has so many huge components from many different manufacturers. So, that being said, SpaceX just has to worry about SpaceX. They don't have to worry about other people building parts of their rockets and then going through that process, shipping those parts to NASA, which possibly takes a week to get it across the country. They can just build the thing, put it on the rocket, and then shoot it up into space. You know, as long as they have the um, official documentation and they get through all their red tape, then they're fine. They're good to go. They're good to launch. They don't have to wait for anybody else. So that's why they can rapidly prototype these starships. And Shotwell said, we want starship in orbit next year. We want to land it on the moon before 2022 with cargo and with people shortly thereafter. So could they do it if they land on the moon in 2022? Do you think they could land people there before NASA? Because if they get there before 2024, if they get there in 2023, well, that's going to be a huge, huge deal because NASA has always been this behemoth in space. They've done everything first. They've always been the ones to push forward innovation. But now that we have this private company that's pushing forth this kind of innovation... Rapid prototyping, it's a tech company, so to speak. That sort of mindset, well, it's going to change the whole game. And if they pull this off, this is kind of crazy. And they have Crew Dragon coming up, which will be launching astronauts by early next year, hopefully, if all goes well. Um, But the schedule is kind of unpredictable, and they have to go through a bunch of NASA red tape to do this, because they're going to be sending astronauts, and that's very... Uh, important to do all the proper uh, cross the T's and dot the I's kind of thing because we want those people to be safe. Uh, Shotwell said it's a critical program for us as it's our first step to flying astronauts. So Crew Dragon, wants to get all those tests done, they'll be sending astronauts up. And then if they use that technology from Crew Dragon to launch people in Starship, well, there you go. They're going to be using the same sort of technologies. They're going to be building on, iterating on the processes that they've already done. And there's been talk about um, why isn't there an escape procedure yet in Starship? Well, it's new. They haven't even, haven't even built that yet because they're just thinking about getting the thing to fly. You know, there's, there's a whole process to it. And there are people that make the thing fly. And then there are people that design the cargo systems. And the people systems. So if they just want to make this thing fly, that's different since it's a prototype than getting this thing to fly people to orbit. So that's coming. And they're aware of it. Elon Musk has said in the past that he knows that that's a thing that they need to work on. So they're working on escape systems. They're working on ejection systems. Because if there's going to be 100 people, there needs to be a way for them to safely Get away from the rocket. There's going to be danger. I mean, it's a giant uh, controlled bomb, basically, that's underneath you, launching you into space. So they need a way for those people to get out safely. All right. So I'm going to stop it there today. I want to say thank you so much for everybody for sticking with me. I haven't been here the last couple of days. I've been sick. I don't know if you could hear it in my voice, but I've had a uh, crazy head cold. So I'm back. Thank you so much for sticking in, sticking around with me. And this has been the Space News Pod, my friends. Thank you for checking it out. Have a great day, and I'll see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Okay, so why do people love my Total Body Bar workouts? Because they work. My clients get an amazing workout and great results. I'm Andrea Rogers, professional dancer and trainer, and my Extend Bar classes are fun, only 30 minutes, and proven to help you get sculpted, lean, and strong. And right now, you can stream my Extend Bar classes for free on the Beachbody On Demand
1: app. See how effective these workouts truly are. Start for free today at Beachbody.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that?